<clears throat> just want to ask a question, just to just have a curiosity. Who here finished their Seder before 10 o'clock? Yashikar. Yashikar. <laughs> this explains why you're here. That's just a question. Who finished before 11? Okay. Who finished before 12? Like somewhere between 11 and 12. Who finished somewhere between 12 and 1? Ah. Okay, who finished between 1 and 2? Whoa. Who finished after 2? Wow. Okay. You win. That's it. That was, it was a contest and you did win. So we thought... Oh, who did tequila shots? Another good question. So we thought... We thought... Um, uh, Josh and I, Rabbi Josh and I thought really hard about what we should do for the Dvar Torah in the morning. And we felt that maybe people had a lot of Torah at their seders and they might need a little something else. Wait, there's going to be a lot of Torah in this also. For oh, right. The that's true. Sorry. There's going to be a lot of Torah. It's just different. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me over for dinner. Thanks for having me for dinner and giving me this opportunity to share my story with you. It's great to be a guest. I've had a really fun three days buying and clomping around, hanging out here with the Hebrews, and tomorrow is the big dinner. I can't wait for the celebration. Uh, I'm not sure if you get this part, uh, but they invited you. I don't think they invited you for dinner. I think you are dinner. <laughs> what? No, that can't be right. See, I'm a god. I'm Aries. The first astrological sign in the zodiac spanning the first 30 degrees of celestial longitude. Did you learn that from Rabbi Ingber? <laughs> well, that's kind of the whole point. Since according to the Egyptians, you are God, we need to execute you and introduce the one and only real, unseeable Hashem. And my friend, you are not it. Well, I don't feel well. I think I have to lie down. But I just can't believe I'm not a god. My whole life, I've been worshipped for my lush, soft, white curls. And I have been taboo for eating. That's all I've ever known, that I'm a god. And now you're telling me that I'm not a god? I'm having an existential crisis. Who am I? What am I? What is the meaning of my life? Uh, well, you don't really have to worry about that for much longer. <laughs> what do you... What, what do you mean? Uh, you only have about an hour and 20 minutes left. An hour and 20 minutes left to live? Not to alarm you, but they're about to smear your blood on the doorpost and roast your innards for dinner. What? Why? That's barbaric. Cold pita. All these liberals. It's a bleed, will... not just liberals. They're bleeding heart liberals. B bleeding heart liberals. <laughs> I'll tell the Egyptians the truth. I've always suspected that I'm a sham of a lamb. I'll let them know they'll recover. Just give me a few more days. Please, spare me. But it's not just them. It is we, the Hebrews, who are also still attached to the lambs. We are the ones who need to slaughter the things we worshipped, to purge ourselves of the idols we held onto through our suffering in order to turn and embrace the God of our salvation. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> you know, that is intense spiritual work. You know, in my meditation class, 
here on the Upper West Side, we've been studying a lot about impermanence. And this is such an oddly permanent way to learn about impermanence. But if I could speak from my higher artistic self, if I was, you know, like a poet, I could see that this is all really a beautiful metaphor for transition and a representation of everything people need to sacrifice in order to experience true liberation. But why me? <laughs> what about your iPhones or your computers or your cars? Maybe you don't have cars on the Upper West Side, but your stuff, all the stuff, your enslavement to money. I've seen everything else you worship. No one worships lambs anymore. I hear you. Those things are also really, really important. At this particular moment, though, you are uniquely poised for this ritual representation of all false gods and the way that all false gods can steal, steer people wrong. Bah. Wait. me saying, I guess you're right. I guess I am an example of what people can give up. Freedom requires self-awareness and a willingness to change, and freedom requires sacrifice. Now, I'm wondering if people out there have things that they want to give up or sacrifice this coming year in addition to beautiful, soft lambs. <laughs> Now, if there's something that is holding you back from vulnerability and intimacy with the divine and with others and with yourself, I want you to come up for this first aliyah. What, what's standing in your way of real liberation this year? If there is something, come stand with me. Don't worry, you won't be sacrificed. But take that knife and cut yourself free. <laughs> That was a great Kavanaugh. Thank you. 